Hello, dear friends. It is time for Let's Talk About Jesus right here on our website. We're so glad you've joined us for the Bible study. We are studying a great subject, the inheritance of the overcomer. And we want to make it very clear today uh, that overcoming is not a work that we do to obtain salvation because it's not of works lest any man would boast. Overcoming is the outworking of something that has been granted to us by pure unmerited favor called grace. By grace you are saved through faith, not of works lest any man should boast. That doesn't mean that there are not things to be overcome as we live out and flesh out and walk out our salvation. That's what it meant when it said to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Not work for it, but allow what God has done by pure grace in our life to come and manifest itself in the character of Christ, the fruit of the Spirit. And this is the good works that the Bible speaks of that men would see and glorify our Father when we begin uh, to, to follow Jesus in such a way that we're not just becoming what our teacher is as a disciple. I mean, not just doing what our teacher says, but actually becoming what our teacher is. Well, I'm anxious to get into this Bible study in this series that we are continuing right in the middle of this crisis and chaos and pandemic, a global situation, and, and really uh, a, a terrible time right here in America. I want you to know, number one, God is still on the throne. The work of the kingdom doesn't stop during these times of crisis. The fields are white unto harvest. And I believe this distraction that we are in right now uh, is, is was before this ever came along to distract us. Many Christians were distracted by the world and all of its pull and all of its pleasures. You know, in this last day, uh, we need to, as the song says, keep falling in love with Jesus over and over and over again. Falling in love with the Lord, uh, renewing that first love, intimacy and relationship, and excitement, praise God, amen, and then expressing that love in obedience. And if any man love me, he'll keep my commandments, Christ said, and they won't be grievous unto him. You won't look like you've been baptized in vinegar. <laughs> Amen. You will look like you truly have been baptized in the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Well, I'm, I'm anxious to get into the rest of this study, not to complete it, because this is something that is never fully finished. We will be returning to many of these subjects uh, and taking different perspectives and just renew and reiterating the truth that God wants us to have. It's time to live for Jesus, not pull our heads in uh, in timidity, but to, to act well. Timothy was timid because he was stymied by fear uh, of failure and fear of rejection, and no one is listening. He was in danger of, of depression. And Paul wrote him a letter, and he said, Timothy, stir up the gift that is in you. And he mentioned to him 
to remember that there, I know you've got faith because there was faith in your grandmother, there's faith in your mother, and I know there's faith in you. Well, how could he know? Is it inherited in a family? Is it part of the genetic family tree? No. If his mama had faith, it came one way. If his grandmama had faith, it came one way. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. He was in a house. Oh, well, here it is, isn't it? He said, from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation. Timothy, I know you are in the faith, and you have faith, because you were in a house where you heard the word of God. (laughs) Hallelujah. And you knew the holy scriptures from your childhood on up. And you can use that faith that you have to stir up the gift that is within you. Praise God, because God did not give us that spirit of fear that's grabbing a hold of you. Amen. I'm not talking about a spirit from the netherworld, some demon. I believe they're demons of, of different manifestations. and and and. But this is not from the netherworld. This is his own spirit becoming discouraged deeply. Amen. God didn't give us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. You see, we have victory through Christ, but we must trust in the Lord, use our faith, fight the good fight of faith, because this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. And who is he that overcomes the world? He that believes that Jesus is the Son of God. The moment you trust Christ as your Savior, hallelujah, and believe that he is the Son of God and put your trust in him as your Sovereign and your Savior, I want you to know at that very moment you receive from God everything you need to overcome everything you will face between here and heaven. Praise God. Amen. So I want to read this about where we stand in our standing. And I want to talk to you uh, about uh, the book of remembrance before we go to the scripture uh, about in the book of Revelation today. Uh, in Malachi chapter 3, verse 16 through 18, reads this way. They that feared the Lord spake often to one another, and the Lord hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the Lord that thought on his name. And they shall be mine, saith the Lord of hosts, in that day when I make up my jewels. And I will spare them as a man spareth his own son that serveth him. Then you shall return. Then When that day comes, when Christ comes and His reward is with Him to give to every man according to His works, Amen. Then shall ye return and discern between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serveth God and him that serveth Him not. God says, there is a book of remembrance written before me. And those that have reverenced God, feared the Lord, that word fear as it's found in the Old Covenant is not dread of God. It is explained this way. The fear of the Lord, beginning of wisdom, explained this way. Deep 
reverence. Deep reverence with awe and affection. This is a God who we bow to, but this is also a God whom we worship in love. Hallelujah. We know, amen, we've known and believed, <laughs> amen, that, that the love of God for God is love. We've known and believed the love that God has for us, for God is love. And he said, I love you so much, gave my son for you, amen, I love you so much, I have penned and written your name in the book of remembrance and to me that corresponds to the lamb's book of life in the new covenant now turn with me to revelation 3 and verse 5 it says he that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment and i will not blot his name out of the book of life but i will confess his name before my father and before his angels you know jesus talked about that didn't he He said if you will confess me before men i will confess you before my father and his angels but if you deny me before men i will deny you in the same way you see confession is part of possession this is not name it claim it today this is confessing god's truth pure and simple the truth about god and the truth about our relationship with him we can't we can't we can't try to please the world and fit in and 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 deny jesus and overcome it's by confessing see the bible said with the heart man believes unto righteousness but with the tongue confession is made unto salvation if we confess him before men he said i'm going to confess you before the father and before his angels praise god amen listen the book of life is so important the most terrifying event in the scripture is the consignment of the wicked to eternal banishment and punishment and it's found in revelation 20 11 through 15 John said, I saw a great white throne, and him that sat upon it, whose face, who, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was no place found for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And books were opened. And books were opened. You see, God is a meticulous record keeper. Amen. Books were opened. Everything done in secret is going to be brought forward and revealed. Nothing is hid, the scripture said, from the eyes of him of whom we have to do. I saw the dead. You see, being dead doesn't mean it's over. Amen. The Bible said it's appointed unto man once to die, but after this, the judgment. And this is the judgment of the wicked dead that have died. Listen. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened. You see, even if you don't know Jesus today, friend, you will be, you will be resurrected from the dead. You'll be resurrected unto life, or you'll be resurrected under what is called the second death. And this is what that is talking about. Listen. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. 
and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. Remember, a book of remembrance. I'm going to remember you that fear my name. I'm going to remember you that serve me. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. But your name and my name as a Christian is not, this is not the, we will be rewarded or ashamed at the judgment seat of Christ where we stand at the Bema as it is called. This is not that. That we, we're not going to participate in this. Amen. Listen to it. The book of life. He that overcometh. Amen. I'll not blot his name out of the book of life. But I'll confess his name before my father and his angels. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen to verse 13 of Revelation 20. Of, and, and verse 13. It said, And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life. Meticulous records our God keeps. Amen. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. I tremble when I read this. Listen, let us rejoice today, dear friend, if you're a Christian. Though it sometimes seems that the wicked prosper and the righteous suffer, God will remember us. Our names are written in the book of remembrance the Lamb's Book of Life. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Now, my name is not on a lot of lists down here, but my name is on a list up there. And that's the greatest place that your name can be written is in the Lamb's Book of Life. And this is the benefit and the blessing of that. Listen to Revelation 21, and I'm going to begin reading with verse 21 through 27. This is talking about the holy Jerusalem coming down out of heaven. It calls that city the Lamb's wife, not because He's going to marry the holy city, but because we are the inhabitants and the citizens of that city. You know, the Bible said of us, our conversation is in heaven. Amen. That doesn't mean the things we're saying. It's not conversation like talking with one another or talking to God. This word conversation means our citizenship distinctly and directly. When you come to Christ as your Savior, your name is written in the book of remembrance. Your name is written in the book of life, the Lamb's book of life. And your name is recorded in the holy city. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. And he said, he that overcometh, I'll not blot your name out of that book. I put it in there because I want you with me. The day you got saved, I pinned it into my book. Praise God. Amen. So, so this, this, this marriage of the Lamb, to the, not to a city, but to a people, a holy 
people that are, are, are already recorded as citizens of that city. Praise God. Now I want to read the victory part of this. I like this. By the way, you know, we're suffering with the wicked. We're, I know the church has failed in so many areas, and we need to repent of our failures. It's not a light thing, because when we do, we can indeed stand in the gap and make up the hedge. And we need a revival. We're desperate for a revival. Too many Christian people are getting caught up in the, in the, in the flow of the world. And one of the signs of the last days would be, amen, and the perilous time is that men would love pleasure more than God. Amen. And honey, we've got to get back to loving God. More than not only more than pleasure, but more than life itself. Praise God. Because then we'll find a life that is fulfilling. We won't find it if we're trying to straddle the fence. We'll find it when we make a, a quality commitment to follow Jesus. To go against the flow. To be an, a term I'm using over and over. An upstream Christian. In a downstream world. Hallelujah. Listen to Revelation 21. 21. It said in the twelve gates were twelve pearls. And every several gate was of one pearl. And the street of the city was pure gold. As it were transparent glass. And I saw no temple therein, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to light in it, for the glory of the Lord did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. It's going to be illuminated by that Shekinah, that fire that came on the bush that Abraham said, I'm going to turn aside and see this thing. Well, we're not going to get a glimpse of the glory. Amen. We're going to live in it. Hallelujah. It's going to take glorified bodies to live in the Shekinah of God and of the Lamb of God. You know, it was on Jesus, wasn't it? (laughs) Paul was on his way to persecute more Christians, Saul of Tarsus, and there was a light uh, that blinded him <laughs> that brighter than the noonday sun as the as the the resurrected Christ manifested himself as the glorified Christ unto him hallelujah and speaking continuing to speak of the city in verse 24 and the nations of them which are saved hallelujah shall walk in the light of it Oh, hallelujah. Uh, Somebody say hallelujah out there. I just can't, I can't have all the joy here today. Amen. My name is written in the Lamb's book of life. My name is written in the book of remembrance. And if you're a Christian, so is yours. Hallelujah. My name is written on the, on the rolls of the heavenly city. Hallelujah. While I am here upon the earth, I am, I'm, I'm a citizen of heaven. I have dual citizenships. I am a citizen of heaven. And that's one of the reasons God calls us His ambassadors. His ambassadors. We are ambassadors of Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, there's a, there's a Russian embassy. A Chinese embassy uh, here in America. 
And inside that embassy, that ambassador from that nation to this nation, that in inside the confines, that is actually like their own land. And to attack an embassy of another nation is actually to attack the nation itself. That, that Russian embassy, that is sovereign. It's not subject to all of our, our American situations. It is subject to Russian influence and Russian law. Listen, we are ambassadors of Jesus. Praise God. Amen. And the devil doesn't have any ground or grounds to hurt and harm us. All he can do is tempt us, amen, <laughs> to, to give place to him because he absolutely has no authority to take from us. Hallelujah. We are ambassadors of Jesus Christ and our citizenship is in heaven praise god while we're living here on the earth we are recorded as citizens of the holy jerusalem praise god amen <laughs> hallelujah well let's continue to read about it let me back up to verse 24 and the nations of them that are saved shall walk in the light of it and the kings of the earth do bring their glory into it you see the holy cities coming down to this earth. John saw the city coming down. Amen. And the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall be no night there. And they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it, and there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination or evil or maketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. But they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Praise God. I said it before. I've just got to say it again. I'm so glad that my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Praise God. Aren't you glad today if you're a Christian that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life? Hallelujah. And today, if you don't know Christ as your Savior, you can come to Him. In just a little while, we're going to invite you to come to Him. Amen. Invite you to make Jesus your Lord and your Savior, your Sovereign and your King. Praise God. God loves you so much today, dear friend. He wants you to live with Him in heaven forever, age without end. He grants white raiment, clean and white, to those who overcome. And that white raiment is nothing more or less than the righteousness of God that is granted by grace to those who repent of their sins and receive Christ as our Savior. Today, I have on a wedding garment. And the wedding garment is the robe of righteousness. And we're going to talk about that in the future. But I will mention a little preview right here and right now. The Apostle Paul said, And being found in Him. 
not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, which simply meant it doesn't it doesn't mean we don't obey God, and, and it, it doesn't mean that we are lawbreakers. It means that we cannot perfectly keep every commandment in order to go to heaven, and God knew it. That's why the law is called our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. It is, it is absolutely convinces us of how much we need a Savior because we cannot possibly save ourselves by living a perfectly... Per- we don't live a sinful life. Let not sin reign in your mortal body. No, but we don't live a sinful life. Amen. Because we have been redeemed and we have been set free by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ today. Hallelujah. Amen. And we've been given a robe of righteousness. And the Bible speaks in the book of Revelation as that righteousness, that that white linen is the righteousness of the saints. And it goes on to speak of Christ coming and the armies of heaven coming with Him when He comes back to rule and reign. And I believe that is you and me. I believe it's not just warrior angels, but it is the redeemed, the blood-bought. Because it said they, they, they came with Him and He was riding on a white horse symbolizing complete, absolute victory. And they that were with Him were clothed in linen, clean and white. Praise God. Amen. We have been given the most wonderful gift of grace that could ever be given. We were not just forgiven. Hallelujah. But we have been given Christ, pure, holy, sinless robe to wear while He took our tarnished, tattered, torn, terribly sin-stained, crimson-stained with sin robe. And He wore it to the cross. He that knew no sin, He that knew no sin, became treated as if He had sinned, not just for Himself, but for all of our sins collectively. And He took the wrath of God until it burned out in Him. So God could be just and a justifier of him that believes on Christ as their Savior. The fact that he took my torn, tattered, putrid, awful, stinking robe and wore it on the cross so he could take the punishment that should have been mine. And not only did he do that so I could just be forgiven. No, he gave me his robe. He gave me His robe. Being found in Him, not having my own righteousness which is of the law, but the righteousness which is of God through Jesus Christ. Literally, God's righteousness. That's why the enemy of our soul that condemns us before God day and night according to Revelation 12, that's why God will not receive any of his accusations. God will not respond when he points his finger at you and me who have been washed in the blood of Jesus and tries to disqualify us from the holy city 
and from the holy relationship with God that we have because of what Jesus did at the cross. And it said they overcame Him. He, and they didn't overcome Him by becoming completely perfect. Because if we could, Jesus had no need to go to the cross. But they overcame Him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. And they love not their life, even unto the death. The devotion that came to follow Christ and to serve Christ, to work out our salvation, not to work for it. That deep, deep devotion came as we begin to realize how much we are loved and how much it cost to save us. And we say, Lord, you've done so much for me. The least I can do for you is to live for you now that I've come to you as my Savior. And today, if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I pray that you will come to Him right now. I pray will you will not run from Him. Because if you will repent of your sin and accept Christ as your Savior, He said, i got a book of remembrance. When I come, when I come, you're going to know. <laughs> Hallelujah. You're going to be so glad you're not in that company of people that have rejected His love, rejected His blood, rejected His suffering. You'll be part of those who have received Him gratefully and graciously. And your name will be written in the Lamb's Book of Life, in the Book of Remembrance, in the Book of Life, in the roll book of the citizens of heaven. Hallelujah. He said, let's fight the good fight. Come on. I won't blot your name out of the book. I will, in fact, confess you before my Father and His angels in heaven because you've confessed me there upon the earth. Not only in the words alone, but in the life that we now live. Come to Jesus today and come back next week and let's continue to talk about Jesus. <laughs>